Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the TWNY podcast. Just a quick reminder that we are not professional medical personnel and TWNY is not a replacement for medical treatment. And as always, if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, head on over to our website at www.twny.life and reach out. I hope you enjoy the podcast and remember, it's okay to not be okay. I'll be honest, I don't remember his face. I don't remember what vehicle he was driving. I mm-hmm. don't even remember the color. The one thing I will take away from that is I listened to 27 missed calls. All right, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. So Anthony, the mailman. The mailman. That is correct. Question for you. Yes. Does anyone ever call you Tony? uh off and on it depends some friends yeah. have called me tony because they just didn't know any better uh but most of the time i get called Anthony. my mom hated when people called me tony like yeah was livid so just, i picture people come picture people coming up to me like hey tone <laughs> <laughs> do you know who i am <laughs> oh man <laughs> super good to have you on here man um yeah i'm excited Pumped. So yeah, um, I have a confession to make. Um, don't you know? Don't have a TikTok, but I do follow you on Instagram. Um, okay. Got that. Got that mailman goodies happening oh, on yeah. there, posting some good stuff. Um, so you know, kind of an interesting, I guess, episode of the podcast we have going on today or tonight, um, because never had uh, a celebrity on. Well. Easy now. <laughs> I would but, I would say social media influence, influencer at most. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Like- no, no, and that's and that's fair. And and, and then it, this is a special episode. I was being serious when I said that because um, you know, this there's a whole nother group of people that are probably going to be watching this. Your fans, your followers, which is which is which is huge. You know, I hope you got, so. I I really do. I hope that you know? there are a few that come on here and stuff like that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, so for those who don't know who the mailman is, let's, uh, let's give him an intro. Yeah. So I am a social media influencer. Uh, I work specifically more in TikTok, a little bit of YouTube and Instagram. Um, and I focus mostly on rebuilding cars and just making them rip. So, uh, <laughs> Make yeah. them rip. That's nice, man. And now it's not just any cars, right? Now this is, you got, you got, you got to focus, right? It's like Japanese made cars, correct? Yeah. So I focus, uh, mostly in Japanese automotive, but mm-hmm. more or less along the Nissan Datsun line for people that watch my channel, or maybe some of the people that watch yours, they might know the two cars behind me is a 240Z and a Datsun 260Z that I actually just picked up today. Um, but yeah, I, I, mostly focus on the older school Japanese cars along with skylines and that RB platform and stuff like that. And I'm kind of, that's kind of what I'm known for in the social media world is yeah. the RB and the skyline. So, and, you, yeah. and, and I'm pretty, you know, I don't know much about this stuff. Right. But I was talking to um, one of my cousins about the fact that I was doing a show with you and um, I mentioned what you do and um, he didn't say anything. And then I was like, um, cause I mentioned, I said, you're the mailman. And, um, you know, he had some jokes about that and he's like, well, why though? And I was all like, well, he drives a right-hand skyline and his jaw almost hit the floor. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was super excited. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah and actually it's funny because that where I got the name from was actually one of my bosses. Uh, when I first bought the skyline back in 2019, he walked up to me and was like, what are you the mailman now? And I was like, thank you. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> I needed that. I was I was stuck on a username and now I got it. Yep. That was the calling. That's awesome, man. That's super awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for or the podcast. I don't even know what to call it, honestly. Um, but thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it, man. Um, you know, <laughs> we've we 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 hang out quite a bit and I've been able to been able to talk to you and pick your mind a little bit about mental health and things like that, just because you know, I'm interested in what you do and naturally, you know it yeah. comes around to what I do. And then you kind of had some stuff to say about it. And, um, that's kind of how this got started was just hearing you talk about your thoughts on mental health and how it's affected you and stuff like that in, in, in your industry, um, as well as personally. 
Um, I just had to have you on dude. So, um, but with that, man, just, you know, I really, really want to get started talking about social media in general, because, you know, I got a bone to pick with social media a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. Okay. Just, I only say that because there's a lot of negativity flowing around in on Facebook, Instagram, probably TikTok too. Um, and it's, I feel like it's breeding a lot of mental health problems. And I kind of wanted to know what you thought about that. Um, being an actual influencer, being like, like right in the middle of it, making the content, dealing with negative and positive people how that's kind of like affected what you do. Yeah. So, uh, when I first started posting, okay, kind of going back, let's, let's start, let's just say my first post I ever posted, uh, really actually blew up much larger than I thought it was going to. I mean, at the time I had no followers and in a day I had 35,000 people watching this one video. Um, and nobody really commented anything bad. It was all really positive. And I was like, awesome. Like, this is like the direction. I really like this. Yeah. Let me keep posting. And then, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Easy day. Everyone just loved the skyline and stuff like that. And it was in like a mountain view or something like that. Um, but when I started posting more is when I started getting the hate, when, when are you going to do this? Uh, your car doesn't make this much power or stuff like that. And for myself, the negative comments definitely did get to me. And some people, it shuts them down. Like I know some people, like when people are negative to them or have negative comments, they just stop posting for a month or so. Like they're just mm-hmm. like, I, I can't deal with this. Um, for myself, it doesn't necessarily shut me down. It makes me angry. And I'm like, ah, well, the, the X, Y, and Z, this is why, blah, blah, blah. Uh, just like today, I posted a video of my new car that I just got. Yeah. And the very first comment, very first comment, which if any of my followers are watching knows exactly what I'm talking about is uh, the guy said, dang, is this dude ever going to finish a build? Because I've had so many different builds on this channel and some of them I have sold incomplete because I just, I got a really good price for them. And I wanted to sit there and comment and be like, you have no idea, blah, blah, blah. But I had to stop. And I was like, you know, you've dealt dealt with this before. This, this is something that you're used to. Mm -hmm. Um, and I pretty much had to, I informed them like, Hey, my skyline's at the paint and body. So I'm just waiting. But at the same time, I cracked a joke and was like, you know what? You're right. I probably will never finish one until the day I die. Actually, the day I die will probably be the one that I finish. Yeah. And it'll be the skyline. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it'll be the skyline. So, um, I have made it to where I've turned negative comments or negative hate because I don't post anything that is necessarily controversial, um, to where, I have a, I have an opinion about something and there's a bunch of people that I want to argue with me. I, I'll never post something like that. Cause I'm not a kind of person it's yeah. more yeah. or less just negative hate towards the channel. So I typically take those negative comments and I make a joke out of them just so it makes me at the end of the day happy. And yeah. maybe that person will realize like maybe that hate comment that I put wasn't something that I should have put, you know? Right. Um, and you know, and at the same time, the, the other big issue that you have in, in social media when it comes to negative comments is, you know, being a social media influencer, there's a lot of give and take that you have and your followers, I'm telling you, your followers will follow or like, will, uh, help you to the teeth. Like I've had people to like, when I've broken down text or uh, message me on TikTok and be like, Hey, where are you at? I'll drive and find you. And they can be 20 hours away. So when it comes to the negative comments, what will happen is some people will put a negative comment and then you have a hundred comments under that defending me. But now that's putting that one person that didn't like my build in a state in which maybe they're getting a bunch of hate and they don't know how to handle it. That's interesting. Um, That's interesting that like you kind of, that it turns it around in your head a little bit like, Oh, I didn't want this person to get, you know, chastised for their negative opinion. (laughs) <laughs> right. Right. So that's why for myself, I try to throw more of a joke in there. That way people yeah. either laugh at what I say or they just ignore it. And, you know, honestly, even though some people may disagree, I think ignoring someone's hate comment, if you are someone watching the video and you want to say something, I think ignoring it has a bigger impact than sitting there and trying to comment because now you're just putting that person down instead of that person realizing one day, 
maybe what I'm saying is just not getting mm-hmm. through because they just don't care at the end of the day. Yeah. No, I so, like that. I like that, that making the joke that makes, that seems like it works pretty well because yeah, because they don't, it does, it kind of takes the wind out of the sails. You know what I mean? Like right. they're in there, they're, they're coming in hot headed with something. And then, like you said, if you don't say anything and then you got, you know, a hundred other people who are just dogpiling on this guy for maybe he was joking too. And then all of a sudden now he feels like he's like the most hated person on TikTok. Um, yeah. And, and that's the thing too, is that like some people, some of their hate comments and, and that goes back to like the tone in which you comment something, uh, which we have talked about briefly before is like, if I text you and I'm like, Hey dude, are you coming? And you're like, yeah, dude, I'll be there. And I take it the wrong way. Like maybe yeah. sometimes that can happen. Some, some dude will be like, are you ever going to finish a build? And maybe they meant it in like a question, like, are you ever going to finish a build? Or maybe they did mean it. I hate, but yeah. it's hard to sit there and determine that because you're not that person or you're not seeing them face right. to face. And, uh, well, yeah, and, I, and, and trying to, trying to read the minds like that is such a strain on the brain. You know, like yeah. I've, I've stopped doing it. You know, my mom actually, um, a couple weeks back, I would say maybe it was a couple weeks. I can't remember, but I texted her something I was excited about. I can't remember what it was. And, um, she commented back. I, you know, I sent a nice long text about it. And then it was like, LOL. That's what she sent me. I and I was like, that. that was it. And I was like, I, you know, like, and, and she's done that before. And I've called her up and I'm like, mom, like, are you all right? Is something going on? And she's like, no, I'm totally fine. And it's like, no, you can't do that. You just can't. <laughs> well, I think also too, I mean, not saying that me and you are old because we are by no means old, but I think texting over time has changed because most of the time people would put like, you know, LOL, that's so funny, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But now it's started to get shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. Like there are some, some people, I don't know what they've texted me before, but some people have texted me some like acronyms that meant something kind of like LOL is laugh out loud Yeah, that I had no, I had to Google it. Cause I was like, what in the world does this like, mean? What is the act? Yeah. I've, I've, I've run into some acronyms. I don't know for sure. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've found is it feels weird to me now when I'm texting someone and they don't use emojis and I do. And I'm, when I'm using emojis, I feel, and they don't like, if they like the whole text thread, they don't use it. I feel like a child. I'm like, what have yeah. I done? yeah i totally understand where that's coming from 100 because i'm i've done that before with a business with like a customer i'll be like dude your engine's so messed up and like put a laughy face and they're like Mm -hmm. how much is that gonna be and i'm like oh god (laughs) (laughs) oh man well and and you know kind of going back to what we were saying a little bit too is you we we talked before and i kind of wrote this, I wrote this down. Um, it's a pretty simple thing that you said, but man, it's, it, it really does kind of put it all out there that basically somebody's always going to hate you. It's a super negative thought to say, but it's true though. You know, it, I mean, it's hundred percent true. And it's not even something that you should be upset about because there's so many people out there with all kinds of different opinions. I think maybe it's a good thing to think of that. Cause it's like, you know, you don't have to try and make everyone like you. Once you realize right. that there's always, no matter how many people you got liking, there's always going to be someone or two people or three people that's going to hate you. So hundred percent. Yeah. And you know, and, and that's sad, right? It, it, mm-hmm. it truly is. But at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't make everyone in this world happy. Yeah. If I tried to make everyone in this world happy, these cars would have different engines in them, different colors every single day. Mm-hmm. I would be broken yeah it, it would be a terrible terrible time so the biggest thing is ignoring them or making the best out of it you know instead of harnessing it as hatred and or anger or being like we said shut down like yeah that is the last thing that you want because then they are winning and at the end of the day especially when you're growing a social media account that's just not that's just not the answer and yeah. especially when i first started like i was posting two or three videos a day so when you post two or three videos a day and you're averaging at least 10,000 views per video, like you have no control over that. And it, yeah. you just kind of need to get to the point where you're like, it is what it is. Either somebody's going to say something to them because mm-hmm. they're behind or nobody's going to say anything at all. And they're just, they're just going to stop talking. No, so. Absolutely, man. So <clears throat> that's kind of a good segue into talking a little bit about 
the power that you guys have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I was, you know, I was crunching some numbers. There's a YouTuber that I, I can't even, man, I wish I had the numbers in front of me when I was crunching it, but there was a YouTuber, super like prolific YouTuber. Um, his name's PewDiePie, you know, PewDiePie, right? Oh yeah. Um, Shout out to PewDiePie. What's up? Uh, (laughs) if you ever watch this, which he won't, I love Um, you, (laughs) but, um, he, when I, when he was doing, you know, the amount of followers he has or subscribers, right. Is like, it's, you can calculate it in like an actual percentage of the world population. Yes. Yep. Like that's, that's the level that he's at. And so you're like looking at it and you're like, whoa, okay. So if he were to get on and just say something wild or have like a, a you know, take a hard stance on something, right. That power that he's going to have over people on social media that especially, especially young people that, you know, are a bit more susceptible to, um, their minds being changed about things. Um, and you know, ideas that maybe they haven't fully thought about yet. Um, the power is incredible. And it's, I mean, it's ridiculous. Not, You're absolutely right. And on another um, level, not, not necessarily that same level, but creators like yourself, same, same thing. Yeah. So a, a big thing that we will do as creators, um, and really helps us grow is we will get in contact with one another, especially if we share the same hobby. Mm-hmm. And we'll create collaboration videos or somebody will say something in their video about another account. And what it'll do is move those followers also over to that person. If it's like, hey, go follow uh, TWNY because they are the best in the world and they love X, Y, and Z. A portion of those followers may be like, man, I actually really like what he's saying. And go over to mm-hmm. you know your channel or, or podcast. Hey, thanks um, for the followers, but, man. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> And uh, I think the big thing, though, is you're absolutely right about the power that we have. And sometimes it can be really bad. And Mm -hmm. I mean, like the one thing that we deal with over in the car world is people will, you know, a large creator will talk down on a smaller creator and be like, the car's slow or you're just, you know, BSing us and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, And then all of those followers that are like, oh yeah, this is the guy I follow. This is the big guy. Screw that little guy. Nobody cares. And now this little guy is either having to come up with a way to get out of that or Mm -hmm. he shuts down his entire channel. I've seen channels completely shut down because somebody said something negative and all of the followers went straight, straight there. Perfect example right now. Okay. And I, I'm not going to be debatable about or anything like that. But if you look at the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard case, I don't, I don't Ooh, care about who's nice. right, who's wrong. Yeah. Look at the amount of followers that are like, go Johnny. And look at mm-hmm. the amount of followers that are like, screw you, Amber Heard. Right. It's crazy. It, it's 100% crazy. And it's just because of the fact that somebody, a large influencer said, mm-hmm. this is what this person did. I don't really like it. And everyone's like, you're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and absolutely. I mean, Johnny Depp is without a doubt more famous um, yeah. than Amber Heard. And, you know, he's got that buttery smooth voice and he's just, he, he's got that charisma on the stand. You know what I mean? So when you get. And when, that jar of dirt. That jar, that of, jar dirt. of dirt, man. So no, that's actually a really good, good uh, way to, way to put that because it's true. You know, it seems like regardless of the evidence, which I'm sure everything's going to be, they're, they're going to do it, you know, straight and narrow and make, make it all happen fine. But regardless of the evidence the it's already leaning in one direction because of who Johnny Depp is versus who Amber Heard is. Absolutely. And that, that, that is, so it's interesting. So for the cars or for the car world, is that based on actual car experience or is it just based on the fact that that person got in the game sooner than the, than the smaller creator. So it, it all depends. So I think the biggest one that I saw was a content creator and, you know, I will, I will never name names, but one guy has a very large following. We're talking mm-hmm. well over a million and he's just some kid that just happened to pick up at the right time and made funny content mm-hmm. and uh, doesn't know really much of anything. And when I mean, doesn't know much of anything, like, he is, he has texted me before and was like, Hey, what about this? And in my eyes, I'm like, dude, you have 1.5 million followers. And, uh, 
you don't know about how to change yeah, injectors. Do some research. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So for me, um, you know, I could have simply been, I could have been that guy and blasted this, this text or whatever it was out on TikTok. Yeah. And I'm like, look at this guy, you guys follow this guy. And he doesn't know what he's talking about. And people would yeah. be like, yeah, you're right. Or, you know, maybe some of his followers would try to defend him. Mm-hmm. He's just a kid, whatever. Um, so yeah, it can be based on pretty much anything. It could be based on who you are as a person and your experience, or it could just simply be based on the fact that I have JDM cards in my shop and not American muscle. Yeah. Okay. That's so. interesting. That's interesting. Um, but, uh, good on you, man, for not like for taking that higher road, you know, it'd be super easy, super easy for you to boost your channel to do something like that. But who knows who you would hurt doing something like that. And, well, and, and not only it that, costs I mean, nothing to be nice and just help someone out. Right. And, and you know, whether or not I want to say this out loud, uh, drama is definitely what boosts, um, followers in social media. Of course. But in my eyes, I would much rather have fun doing what I mm-hmm. love instead of trying to find that drama. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and create that, uh, toxicity in the car world that we actually face we we face some pretty high toxicity compared to like the motorcycle world if you ride on two wheels somebody's happy another yeah. rider is like heck yeah dude in the <laughs> yeah. car world it's not like that in the car world i guarantee it, i'll go down the road and park at a walmart and someone will be like why haven't you swapped the wheels on this yet but they have no idea what's actually been done to the car <laughs> it it's just how the game goes yeah. here in this side of the, the house and it it sucks, but at the same time, there's really nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can open their eyes, that person's eyes, but that's one person out of the 7 billion people in this world. Yeah. So. All right. Man. <clears throat> well, so for you, like a lot of the people I've talked to on this show, uh, this podcast, um, it, this has hit home for you personally. And, um, you know, I've known you for, I've known you for a little bit, um, long enough, um, to say that I would have never guessed anything like this. And when I was going through my time, when, when, um, when my cousin committed suicide, um, you came up to me and cause there was, there was that day, I believe, um, and that you, you came up to me and you were like, some along the lines of like, I know what you're going through. And in that moment, I'll be honest with you in that moment for me, I was all like, sure you do, you know, like and everyone's going to know what I'm going through right now. I, I, but I'm, I'm happy that you're telling me. Um, and found out later that you 100% knew exactly what I was going through. Almost exactly what I was going through. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're ready to talk about that a little bit, man, it, it, it helped me hearing your story. Um, you know, hopefully it helps other people, but, um, I can definitely tell you it helped me when you, when you told me about it. Yeah. So yeah, I'll start off. Um, growing up, I was, a uh, uh, older brother of, uh, three, I have two younger brothers and a younger sister. Um, and especially on my mom's side, being Italian, they all stick very close together. So mm-hmm. my cousins obviously were like extended portions of siblings to me. Um, and there was only one cousin that was older than me and his name was Tim. Uh, and I looked up to him in certain um, situations just because he either had already experienced it because he was older or he was a little bit more mature than me and mm-hmm. taught me a lot. So I, like I said, I kind of looked up to him as a, as an older brother in certain cases, we grew up riding dirt bikes together and, and getting into a little bit of the automotive stuff. Um, when he was 18, he graduated high school early and he joined the army because like his father who was in the army, he wanted to do what his dad did. So he Mm -hmm. was like, I'm going to do that. So he joined the army early and he got stationed over in Colorado, uh, under fourth ID and he was there. Uh, when I turned 18 and I graduated high school, I then started work. Um, and me and him kept in contact all the time Mm because we kind of had similar jobs at the time. 
Um, but, you know, obviously him being all the way in Colorado, we couldn't see each other very often. So we would yeah. just sit there and chat. And the funny thing is, is we were always competitive with each other, whether we were riding dirt bikes on the weekends when we were kids or when we were adults, we would, someone would buy a faster motorcycle or someone would buy a faster car. And that was kind of how it was. Um, and to kind of picture what Tim is, he, I'm five foot seven and he is five foot five. So he's shorter than me, but he was 180 pounds of just stocky. He was, he was an ox is what I, is what I described at his funeral. Whenever I had to speak was he was built like an ox. Um, he looked like uh, a miniature lumberjack. He could grow a beard. He was redheaded. Like he put on, you know, the plaid, the red yeah, plaid yeah. jackets from time to time and looked like this legit I can, lumberjack. I can picture it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, he was, he was tough as nails. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really remember a time I ever saw his like emotions come out. Even when his father passed away, I did not see him break any kind of bearing at all at the funeral nothing and i asked him hey are you okay is everything okay uh and he's like yeah yeah i'm fine like let's just let's just get this over with and that's that's how it went Mm -hmm. um so fast forward a little bit more in 2017 he was married and he uh had a kid on the way um and uh he was kind of going through a rough part of his life uh, and the unit that he was in not necessarily wasn't treating him bad, but he just he didn't like where he was at. He didn't yeah. like the environment, stuff like that. Um, and he kind of had a little bit of like an aggressive side to himself. Like he, he would snap sometimes. Um, yeah. And, you know, I've experienced it when I was a kid. You get mad and you hit me and it is what it is. You're a guy. You just take it or yeah. you hit back. Um, so anyways, his wife comes up to him and is like, Hey, uh, whatever, whatever. And they start getting into an argument. Well, out of just a snap anger, he shoves her and she falls over into the tub and you know, she's hurt or whatever. So she gets out and she's like, Hey, you know, I'm going to go to the hospital, check on the baby. So she gets, she gets into her car and she drives to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Well, at the time he was freaking out because he didn't know whether or not he was about to go to jail because yeah. domestic violence and stuff like that. So he thought the most rational thing was to end his life. So he went into the bedroom and he committed suicide. Um, and, and like I said, he was kind of that person that he didn't really think about. Uh, he, he didn't have a lot of decisions going through his mind. He just kind of went off of instinct. Mm-hmm. his instinct was immediately to do that um so and the other thing too is you know like i said when his father passed away that was actually his stepfather um his actual father left when he was real young mm-hmm. and his mom would always tell his mom would always tell tim like hey you know your father was you know aggressive he's drunk he's abusive blah blah and i think there was a point after that situation where it ran through his mind of i'm becoming my dad and i don't want that mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't think the decision that he made obviously was the best. Right. Um, right. But that being said, uh, that's, that's kind of what he decided on. So I got the call. I was at work. I think I was, it was the very next day. Yeah. Very next day. I got the call at 9am from my mom and I was kind of used to these calls. Um, my grandmother passed away in 2000 uh, 15, uh, Tim's stepdad passed away in 2016 and then he passed away Mm. in 2017. So it was just funeral after funeral. One after another. Yeah. Yeah. So, and when I got the call, I, I honestly wasn't in shock. I was just kind of like, okay. And the first thing I did, I looked back at that text message because I was like, when did this happen? And it happened on February 7th. And I had talked to him the morning of the, of February 6th and he was Mm. totally fine. And that's kind of when things started going through my head of like, is there something I could have done? Like, is there something I could have said? But at the the same time, by the time I got home to the funeral, I already had in my head, like, there's nothing you could have done. And there's, there's no way you could have saved him. You you can't predict the future. Nobody can predict the future. Um, 
without logical evidence. And there was no logical evidence. Like I said, mm-hmm. being this guy that's built like an ox doesn't open up. He's a very closed minded and closed mouth. I should say he, he doesn't really talk a lot kind of guy. It's just not something you would expect out of him or, or something that he would post online and say, like, I'm yeah. feeling down. Um, so I went through the, the viewing. I got to do like the family viewing first. And then they did like the big public one. And I had friends from high school that were really close to him coming up to me crying and saying like, Hey, are you okay? Is there anything I can do? And kind of like he was with his dad, I was very just blank faced. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't show much emotion and it's not because I was trying to be like this man, but I think it was just because I was so in shock yeah. about what was going on in the previous years of going through the same motion mm-hmm. that it was almost numbing. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So, you know, we did the funeral and like I said, I spoke at his funeral and again, uh, you know, no emotion. I, I actually, I did make some jokes and stuff like that to kind of lighten the mood, but, uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, funerals are sad, but mm-hmm. I don't want to remember somebody in a sad way. I want to, no, I mean, somebody. you can celebrate the life, you know, instead of, instead of mourning the death, it's, it's, it's a thing that people do, I think. And I think it's a better way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, talked about small things here or there. I, you would punch me in the face and, you know, call me <laughs> small dude, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was taller than him, but regardless, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so after the funeral, um, you know, I went home, but I think what the true emotion I had behind everything was, was purely anger. And I know now that that probably wasn't the best thing, but that was, that was just what was going through me. And I wish I could sit back in my car with myself, who's driving up to North Carolina and be like, relax. Like it is okay. You can let all this anger out right now because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, there's nothing that you could have changed and there is no reason to be upset. People go through this stuff every single day of their life. Um, and like, like we said, when you had, you know, your cousin pass away, I immediately was like, Holy crap, this is crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. I, this is right. This is a hundred percent right. And, um, like I said, I, I think, uh, throughout that whole experience, um, I wish that I could go back and not necessarily mourn it, but, but like you said, celebrate it and be, mm-hmm. and remember better memories. I, I still do. I still have great memories. Yeah. There's, there's still that there. Uh, and there's sometimes where I will post uh, a video. I remember posting a a TikTok a really long time ago. And it was, you know, on, on TikTok, they have sounds that you can use and the sound was something to like flashback to like the past. Yeah. So I had this video where I walked out into my middle of my living room and I had this hat, hat that I was holding and I stood up and I went like, I went like this, like I was doing something, obviously nobody's there. And then it cut to me at two years old, putting this hat on, you know, my cousin, Tim, Uh, and like I said, it was just like, I really wish during that whole time, I just had the the good memories and and stuff like that in my head rather than just anger, man. That's, that's the kind of, I love that kind of creativity, man. I love that kind of creativity. I it's, it's, you know, it it brings out real emotion and it's got, so it's got real love behind it. And I really, and I love that kind of stuff, man. You, one of the things, one of the things you talked about, um, when you were telling that, um, that hits home with me, um, was when you said you were thinking about what else could I have done? And you, once you like, by the time you were on your way to the hospital, you had kind of, you know, already figured out that there's nothing you could have done. Um, and I went through the exact same thing. Um, and for me, there was evidence for, for Ashley. Um, there was, there was a lot of evidence over the years. Um, cause you know, it was, it's a lot of, you know, she, she posts a lot of like teen angst type stuff and you've seen it before with, with, with younger people posting stuff that's like, you know, edgy or sad or, you know, that 
you it's hard to tell it's hard to tell whether they're being completely serious or not about how sad their situation is um and also the being young it's like well they need more life experience and then they'll get through it you know um but i remember there were some times where she would say stuff and it was like geez that's like that it, it, it she would say something crazy like this world example not saying this is exactly what she said but like man this world would just be better off without me right something along those lines just in a more realistic facebook post um and it's like i would get on there and i'd be like ashley stop people love you like stop posting this stupid shit you know what yeah. i mean like and I, and that's what i would say to her just like that and it, and i was saying it out of love but i was giving it like it's, it's 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 how a lot of my family talks to each other it's about more blunt a lot more like in your face love you know what i mean like stop talking about that shit you know we love you you know and um and that's what my mind went to that's what my mind went to on the way to the hospital was there were plenty of times where there was evidence there were signs but even then there's nothing you can do there's nothing there's there's nothing you could have done um you know ultimately she had she had the love um and you know there will always be that in the back of my mind like maybe i could have done something maybe just this one maybe if i would have reached out in a different way maybe that would have changed everything you know but you can't think like that you know and I think, too, the hardest thing, especially, especially when it comes to social media, is some people will go to the extremes to grab attention, to, mm-hmm. to get the big, the, a, a video that they'll get a lot of likes on, or to simply have somebody comment. And yeah. it's so hard nowadays to tell whether or not someone is serious or they're mm-hmm. just striving to get that attention they need. And it's yeah. sad. It really is sad. Um, I, I wish the world was not like this, but it's just kind of how it is. Um, well, it kind of goes, it kind of goes along with what you were saying with, um, how we're kind of, we've gotten so much more advanced with our texting to where it's just shorter. It's just shorter. It's more to the point, And it's like, it's harder to tell, you know, if someone's sad or, or whatever over text or angry, I feel like it's the same way when there's a formula of videos or posts that you can make that you will get, you know, clicks on, you'll get likes, you'll get comments. And it's hard to tell if what you're making is sincere because you're just doing it for the likes and the comments, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, the one thing I will say though, and this is for all the viewers is that no matter what, it, it does not matter the situation. There's always, there's always somebody that you either can go to, or that's going to reach out to you. It's not like you can just simply disappear, disappear off this planet and someone's not going to say, where did that person go? Yeah. I think one of the biggest eye openers, and I, I actually didn't tell you this because it didn't pop in my mind until more recently when a friend of mine um, talked to me last week about it. And I was like, holy cow, I can bring this up on the podcast. Um, I found somebody who committed suicide. Um, I found them right outside of my work. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, they were there for hours and I never thought to like stop at that vehicle and be like, Hey, is everything okay? Like I saw them at the beginning of my lunch mm-hmm. and I had to go back to work at like eight or nine o'clock at night. Cause I had to pack some things for a trip I was going on mm-hmm. and it was still there. And when I rolled up, I asked them like, are you okay? And no response. So I flipped a U-turn. I was with a buddy of mine. We called the cops. Um, reported the plate, told them where we were. They were like, all right, stay there. We flipped another U-turn to actually like see inside to see if maybe he would wake up. We thought I was overdosed. And sure enough, you know, I don't want to get into the gruesomes, but of course we found, yeah. we found a lifeless body. Um, but I'll be honest. I don't remember his face. I don't remember what vehicle he was driving. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember the color. The one thing I will take away from that is I listened to 27 missed calls. I listened to that cell phone ring and ring. And there's not, I, I can't go over there and answer this phone. Mm. You know, this is a crime scene. But to sit there for half an hour waiting, you know, and that's at the end of the day, you know, law enforcement, that's totally out of my wow. opinion because, yeah, 
Um, but to listen to a, a phone ring 27 times before somebody shows up and actually answers the phone that's allowed to, that put a big, big thing in or big weight on me and like, wow, there is always somebody there and they will make sure that they know it sometimes. And that person wanted to try to make sure they knew it. Wow, man. That's, that's incredible. I mean, that, that speaks a lot of volumes. I mean, just that, I mean, you, it's one of those things that, you know, it happens, but until someone actually speaks it out loud, like, yeah, that phone was ringing. It rang 27 times and yeah. there's no one there to answer it until of course there is when, when someone shows up, you know, but that's, well, I mean, the other thing too is, is think about the other person on the, the end of that phone. Mm. Like what, what is possibly going through their head is the worst situation going through their head. Is it, you, you know what I mean? Like we have no idea. And then to have to break that kind of news to somebody and you're right there is for myself, I had, there, there was nothing obviously I could do. I was just a witness, but yeah. in my mind, I'm like, this person did everything they possibly could besides driving. And I bet you it was because just the situation or the area we were in, they were restricted to go on to because you had to have certain key codes and stuff like that. Yeah. But this person was probably restricted to go on to this area. And the only thing that they could do was, was call them. Mm-hmm. And maybe they thought in their mind, I will call this person and not call the police because they're acting that like we talked about earlier, maybe they're just acting out of a, the fact they need attention. Mm-hmm. and then they get that news and, and it's yeah. heart-wrenching so but yeah oh man that that's a lot dude that's good that's that's something that i think it, it makes me think of uh you know jordan you know who jordan peterson is yes yeah, yeah super controversial figure obviously um but i think and i posted i think i posted some on instagram because i saw it I think it was a TikTok actually. <laughs> you know, you can see like TikToks on on Instagram sometimes or whatever. They'll post it on the uh, reels. A little watermark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was uh it was Jordan Peterson talking about never underestimate the hole that your absence would leave. Um, and I think that I think people forget that. I think if you were to sit down and take stock of all the people you know and all the people that maybe you think only kind of care about you, they probably care about you more than you think. Um, I bet you could build up quite a list of people that would be devastated and their life will change forever. If you were gone, you know, a hundred percent. I mean, the, the other thing too, is, is think about the, the impact of the aftermath. This, this person, this individual that I was talking about that, you know, I, I found, um, this happened three or four years ago. This, this happened Actually, this happened right after, after, right after Timothy's passing in July, mm-hmm. um, July of that same year. And uh, like I said, that's what, three or four years ago, 2017? That, that might be even longer. That might be five years ago, whatever. Yeah. Um, regardless, uh, people are still talking about this person to this day. Like I said, somebody came up to me and talked to me about this to this day. Mm-hmm. Like the impact that that can have on somebody for years is, is yeah. just crazy to me. Oh yeah. So. Well, man, you know, I was, I was having a hard time figuring out what I was going to title this podcast because I was thinking, um, you know, I was thinking going just simple, the mailman for, for, for people who, um, who know you, but then I realized that I, all of the podcast names are done. I've, I've been putting people's occupation down. You know what I mean? The soldier, the police officer, you know, the, 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 um, pipe worker, the CEO, stuff like that. Right. So if like put down the mailman, people are probably going to think right off the bat that it's just a mailman. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was thinking now that you said that, man, I might name it 27 times. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a, that's big, man. So for, for the, for the people, for your fans, for your followers, um, I don't know. I mean, you got a new shop. Yeah. Right. You got this new shop, got all yeah. kinds of goodies in it now. 
right? Is it air conditioned? It's hot. Uh, in Georgia. It's got fans, but I mean, we're working on that. Are you dying right now? No, 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 no. It's night out, dude. So it's cold. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. It's cold. Yeah, it's never cold down here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sweating at all. I'm actually feeling really good. I might so, start working later at night. <laughs> so for, for the people at home, for you know, new possible new followers after this. And for your, for your followers, what do you got? That's new, man. What, what, what's the, what's the skinny on what mailman's doing? So, um, just so that, you know, when it comes to the car world, a lot of people will, uh, name their cars because they do have an impact on like on that. So for myself, this lovely yellow car behind me is a, uh, 1974 260Z Datsun um and it's got a c2 corvette engine in it so it's got a big old v8 in it that's been swapped uh it is now called i decided it today on the way back because i always try to name my cars out like the first letter has to go with the car so like my 92 nissan skyline is named skyla skyla the skyline got it this is zeus the z okay zeus the z i like it yeah i like it so so the the so the color, yellow, color. Bold. very oh, bold. Yeah. Um, my, know, some, uh, some might even say some might even say too bold. What do you think about that color? I, okay, I'll be honest. Like like I said, my skyline was this was very very close to this color. It actually I think was just a little brighter. It was my mm-hmm. skyline was safety yellow. I think is what it was. safety um, yellow. <laughs> safety yellow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I, I honestly painted that car because I wanted it to be a little different because I noticed that in the Skyline community, everyone had gray, white, or silver, or black Skylines. And I was like, that's stupid. Like, why don't we do something different? Yeah, but in yellow. Yeah. And people loved it. Um, it's, it's getting a new paint job. It's getting something that I – it's a much more mature paint color, but it's mm-hmm. because the car's in its final stages. And after that, I don't want to really touch it. I'll, I'll cruise around, but that's about it. But – this is kind of like the remembrance of the good old days. Yeah. Color. You got to have that yellow somewhere. Yeah. And I, I think this color is going to stay. I, I really do. Uh, okay. I, I kind of have fallen in love with it. At first I was like, I'm going to paint it like a dark blue or something like that. But then I'm yeah. like, I got more thumbs up today going or trailering this vehicle home to the garage than I have <laughs> ever gotten any other vehicle. Like people were chasing me down just to go like this with this car and they don't even know who I was. And I, I loved that back in the day when I, That's before awesome. I had all this social media and I just had a cool car and people chased me down. So I think that is the color. It's going to stay. I think the engine that's in it is going to stay. Uh, we may do some, some fun modifications to it, but yeah, this will be the, the new fun track car. And the skyline, like I said, will be the more mature going to big car shows kind of car. Yeah. So well, that's awesome, man. Um, and your your skyline's getting now, it's getting some kind of a, a rare paint job, right? Like yes. you were kind of telling me it's it's more of a not a color that you find very often. Yes. So it's called the the skylines. Uh, Nissan came out with two special paint colors, and it was called uh, Midnight Purple and Millennium Jade. Oh, um, midnight cool, cool sounding yeah. colors, right? So <laughs> Midnight Purple, if you could imagine, it is it's a dark purple that transitions between orange and uh, black just okay, depends neat. on the, the, the sunlight and you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Millennium Jade is another transitioning color and it starts off as like an olive drab green and it will transition at night to a dark forest green. And then when it's super bright out, it'll be much more of like a lime green. So it's just a, it has a little bit of a pearl flake to it. So it, yeah, it looks Man, really cool. That's good so, stuff, dude. I'm, I'm excited yeah. to see it. I'm excited to, uh, um, hopefully maybe even ride in it one day on the left side. Uh, I mean, when, when all of my business trips are done, so pretty much August, I'm expected to have it back. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be taking that thing to and from, and I will be more than happy to give you a ride. In that <laughs> that's awesome, man. So well, you never sat on the left side of a car, have you? No, man, I haven't. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I feel like it would be very disorienting. I don't, maybe not. I don't know, but I mean, was it disorienting it to drive one to start off with? Is it like, do you have to take it slow? Or... So, 
for myself, it took me, it took me, uh, cause I, I bought it about three hours North and it was running and driving, had no issues. So yeah. it, it took me about three hours to kind of get like get used to the feeling. Um, you, you stick to the right white line a lot. Let's go with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it compared to over there. Um, but Look I think the, he, he says over there, over there, like all of us normal drivers are like crazy. <laughs> Compared to over there, <laughs> over there, you peasant. Um, <laughs> but I think the hardest thing, which it'll be a hard thing again for me whenever I get the car back, all the controls are backwards. Everything's backwards. Your mm. turn signal, which if I'm driving a left-hand drive car, your turn signal is over on your left side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a right-hand drive, it's on your right side. No, man, that's too the much. Your wipers are opposite. Everything's opposite. And then the only thing that's the same is the transmission because mine's manual. So it'll be first, second, third, fourth, but it's now on your left side. So instead of first, like if I'm driving a right-hand drive car, first gear would be like this. Now yeah. it's like this. So it's away from me. So not saying yeah. that's hard to mess up. It really isn't, but it, it definitely feels weird. Now, luckily <laughs> I'm left-handed and like only left-handed. So mm -hmm. it's super easy for me, but right-handed. Yeah. It, it can be a pain in the butt well, for them. And it sounds like the shit, it looks like from just your demonstration or the shift pattern's the same. It's just because it's on your left side, it's a bit different. Yeah. So the they, shift they pretty much still the same. Right. They pretty much sw swapped everything 180 and then put you on the right side. And all the controls are all exactly the exact same the way they work. It's just everything now is different because you've just moved 180. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Move, move seats over. So, um, but yeah. Uh, so, and that, and that she, I call her she, that's funny. Uh, they, like I said, cars have a really big impact on my life. Uh, you talking about Skylar where, right now? Are you talking about Skylar right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about Skylar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> they, like I said, they have such a big impact, not only on myself, but the community where somebody is okay with slaving away at their car at 4 a.m. when they have nothing else to do because they love that car so much instead of just waiting to go to sleep wake up the next day and do it yeah um to the point where i have seen grown men cry over the fact that their car blew up i when my skyline because i've been through four engines okay mm -hmm. four engines on this one car Man. when my last engine gave out i stopped creating content i i shut everyone around me out because it it just hit me so hard. I put yeah. so much time and effort into this car. Like I'm telling you, if I had to do it in one week, I would be doing it 24 hours every single day for seven days to make that happen. Um, for all of that to just fail right in front of my face was probably one of the hardest things I've had to battle. One of the most emotional things I've had to battle. And it, took a really big toll on my, on my social media. And we were talking about hate comments earlier. I mean, you want to talk about hate comments, try having a fully built engine that you just got done saying you did all this crazy stuff and you drive the car for less than a week and it blows up. Well, so is, is it one of those things where it blows up like while you're on, while you're live or something, or is it you like, you have to, is it kind of like you have a responsibility to let your followers know like, Hey, the car is just not working anymore. Yeah. So it was, it wasn't on live. It was a responsibility of mine to let people know because I got to the point where I was so done with the car. I yeah. sold it to my best friend. And luckily he was gracious enough for me to buy it back from him yeah. uh, down the road. But I had to take a break off of that car because I had built up such a good reputation with it for it to just fail in front of me. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like a fail, like, Oh, uh, the turbo went out or I need to get new tires or something. It, no, I have to essentially the six months that you guys have been following me, watching me build this thing. Now I have to redo all of it all over again. And I just, at that time was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I'm done. I, yeah, I, I am done with this car. I'm done with this chassis, whatever. I love the engines, but I'm done with them. Like I don't want to deal with them. So that's when I talked to my friend or my best friend, um, and I told him, I was like, I'm going to sell the car. And he's like, well, hold on, let me buy it. And trust me, you won't want to sell it. And I was like, okay. And then that's when <laughs> last year, uh, he was like, do you want the car back? And I was like, 
yeah, my, my views are down. People are hating me because I don't have the car back and the car is literally sitting in your garage. Like, let me just yeah. come get this thing back off of you. That's so, awesome. Um, I mean, I'm glad he was, I'm glad he kept it. And, you know, maybe he's just secretly, he was holding it because he knew you made that emotional decision. He's like, he'll be back. Yeah. He'll be back for he, it. <laughs> he, he's, he's known me for six years now. And just to kind of give you an understanding of how long me and him have been hanging out and talking, we, so Snapchat has streaks, right? We are at a five-year streak. Yeah. Well, so now if I remember correctly, a streak is like meaning that you have, you snap each other at least once every 24 hours, every a day. We're at 1,547 or something like that days. Wow. That, yes. I mean, that has got to be, that's got to be some kind of record somewhere. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it is. I don't or not. know. It, it I don't know be. if there's anyone who's been able to like nonstop every day for five years, maintain <laughs> at least, man, that's incredible, dude. Well, and you know, I've never told him this and maybe he'll watch this and see it and be like, Oh, you're too sweet. He, he had filled in the gap that Tim was, was at. And I mean, to the point in which me and him have been, he, me and him have been competitive, just like me and Tim, even to the point where my mom was like, when, when's the next, I'll say his name. When's the next time Cody's going to come up, yeah. you know? And uh, I, I am really grateful for who he is as a person. And the fact that, he didn't even know the impact that he had on my life yeah. and the fact that he was able to, to fill that in. And we met prior to me or prior to Tim passing away, but we didn't really like hang out or do the amount that we do now Yeah. until he passed. And, you know, it wasn't like I was like, Oh, let me just grab you and forget about him. It was more yeah. like he, he was a distraction because I know there were nights that I had put work into my car or my motorcycle that I had at a time to distract myself from thinking about Tim or to think in my head is Tim looking down and being like, that's what I would have done or that's awesome. You know? So that's awesome, yeah. man. I am happy. I'm happy that I'm happy that you found someone that can, that can help and be there in those, we, you know, it's my wish. I hope everyone finds that person. You know, not everyone's so lucky. I hope everyone someday is to get a person that's just can be there for them and fill that void if there is one, you know? Yeah, for sure. So as we start to wind this old podcast down, man, do you got, you know, normally I ask people if they have, you know, advice or any kind, just something for, for the viewers, but for you specifically, um, if you have a message for your fans, for your followers, um, or just in general, I mean, what do you got, man? Yeah. So I, I guess for the people that watch your podcast and maybe some of the followers that are from my page that don't understand is at the end of the day, when it comes to the car world and it comes to just the regular world, everyone has a personality. Um, and everyone, um, uh, sometimes, restricts their personality because they, they feel as though someone won't like it or a group mm-hmm. won't like it. Cars are a personality for people or for car people like, like myself. I, I represent who I am as a person through my cars. Um, some people don't do that. Some people do it with the style of what they wear. Some people do it in other hobbies. Mm-hmm. Uh, my biggest thing is don't let someone or something deter you from showing who you truly are. Because at the end of the day, you are who you are. There's a reason why you are on this earth. So Mm -hmm. don't hold yourself back from something you could possibly be. Man, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. All right, Anthony, the mailman. Thanks for coming on the podcast, man. I really enjoyed having you on here. And uh, hopefully I'll see you around soon, dude. Well, I really appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity that you have given me and for yourself for all of your followers and my followers just stay tuned because we're about to take this thing to a whole nother level it's gonna be sick so. all right man talk to you later all right yeah yep 
Hey, thanks for listening. If you haven't yet, check out our shop at www.twny.life. We have sweaters, shirts, hats, and much more. Stay strong out there, because this world needs you. And I'll see you next time. Because of me, because of time, and what's alive, because of you.